0: This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute. Which U.S. state is the freest? Which is the least free? See how your state ranks at the Cato Institute's new web project and free publication, freedominthe 50
1: Families of active duty soldiers, reservists, and National Guard members who are killed in the line of duty can count on getting Pentagon survivor benefits. But the size of those payments can vary enormously depending on the payroll category the deceased person was in on the day of his or her death. That's left some families getting ten times less than the families of other fallen service members on the same mission. I'm Adriel Betelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ defense reporter John Donnelly. John, you uncovered this bureaucratic discrepancy. Uh, in real-world terms, it's a case where a day-to-day change in a service member's status can affect whether a surviving family can make a mortgage payment,
0: right? That's absolutely right. Uh, this, What we're talking about is how uh, reservists, people in the National Guard or Reserve, get treated. They can be on active duty training status or they can be on inactive duty training status. And whether they're on one or the other is really a kind of a bureaucratic, even random distinction, often depending on how much money is in one, one pot or another uh, or how many uh, of a certain type of service that a, a member has to accrue. Uh, so it's a bureaucratic distinction, but it does have real world consequences. For example, um, if, uh, if, if there are two reservists on the same plane, and it it crashes and they both die. One of them is on active duty status, the other on inactive duty training status. Uh, The family, the surviving widow or widower of the... uh, killed pilot uh, who was on inactive duty will get considerably less, even though they were doing the exact same thing, serving their country, killed in the line of duty. And as you point out, and how much you get depends on what your rank is in the military. But in some cases, for example, if you look at a certain enlisted category, the family might get $1,100 a month if he was considered active. But only about $150 a month if uh, inactive. So it can be a big difference. Uh, You explain in CQ magazine how the discrepancy
1: played out in the case of a 2015 Black Hawk helicopter crash off the coast of Florida that killed 11 people. Uh, In that case, uh, who was on board and and how did it all shake out?
0: Another great example, it was uh, a Black Hawk that went down off Pensacola. There were 11 on board, seven were active duty Marines, and four were in the Army National Guard. Same mission, same aircraft, same disaster, but the 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 reserve the National Guard members were considered to be on inactive duty training that day, unlike their Marine brethren. And so the Guard members were families, were given less than survivors benefits as a result. In addition, there is a distinction in terms of who is allowed to be buried at Army. Arlington National Cemetery that became an issue in that crash when one of the guardsmen's uh, surviving family said, hey, he was doing the same mission. He should be entitled to be buried in Arlington. But according to the rules, he wasn't allowed only because the Army Secretary was pressured in that case did he um, uh, issue a waiver.
1: You write that few in the military and Congress knew about these families getting shortchanged. Was it because no one complained and the families
0: themselves weren't aware? This issue came to light in 2012 when the Defense Department sent a letter to 95 families saying, we've been paying you too much. Uh, The families never realized that they were not entitled to the amount of money that they were getting. They were told by the Pentagon, we didn't realize that you were on inactive duty status instead of active duty status. We've been paying you too much and those payments now have to stop. So that's when it came to light, when these families in 2012 uh, were were told, uh, you've been getting paid too much. And after that, it started to percolate and people started to push back a little bit.
1: Are there other ways that National Guard and reservists get different benefits, uh, even though they comprise a bigger share of the force these days?
0: Yes, there are the the advocates for National Guard and Reserve forces are looking to change a number of these things. For example, uh, when you're applying for a federal job, are you a veteran or are you not? If you're a veteran, you're entitled to certain preferences, okay, affirmative action. But if you're not, you're not entitled to it. So what what defines a veteran? According to the law, you have to have served 180 consecutive days, okay. But the way that reservists serve, it's It's usually not in that size blocks of service. They could have served their country for years and never have accumulated 180 consecutive days. So they want to change just that one word in the law, consecutive, to cumulative, so that reservists also can be considered veterans if they've served their country a certain amount.
1: With the survivor benefits, the cost of changing the law uh, for this program is estimated to be less than $2 million. That's out of a more than $600 billion uh, defense budget. It seems like a fly spec, but but is it
0: as straightforward as just throwing money at this problem? It's fairly straightforward. It is, first of all, finding the money even though it's an infinitesimal amount in relative terms. But according to the budget rules, they have to come up with something like five years worth of spending, which in other words, like something like $13 million in the first year in order to make the change. Still, $13 million is not a huge amount of money. And then they would also have to change the law, and they would change the law, to say there is equitable treatment from now on for, for everyone who, who dies in the line of duty. Another thing that they want to change is uh, to enable the children of fallen service members to be beneficiaries, not just the widows or, or widowers. That's also on the table.
1: CQ defense reporter John Donnelly on discrepancies in the survivor benefits for military service members. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find all of our podcasts at rollcall.com forward slash podcast.